In this video, I'm going to be walking you through how you can improve the intimacy and connection with your wife or partner by 369%. Excuse the creepiness, but if you want to reignite the spark in your relationship, you want to have better communication, you want to be intimate and have more sex, or if you just want to give love and feel loved again, then you need to know about this unconventional framework we call the weekly love meeting. If you're new here, my name is Tony Versick and I've coached over 500 successful men using our Empowered Man Method. This channel is for you if you want to make more money and be successful, have better relationships, and take your power and purpose back as a modern day man. So back to the love meeting. We're gonna break this down into four parts. The first part is why you must do this in your life. Men who don't do this have more divorces and less happiness and fulfillment in their relationships. The second part is gonna break down exactly how to follow this method and this framework and what you need to do each and every day and every week. The third thing we're gonna cover is the potential obstacles that could get in the way of you actually doing this and you're probably making a lot of these mistakes yourself. And finally, I'm gonna walk you through the exact action plan that you can implement into your life right away so that you can reignite that spark in your relationship. First things first, why is this weekly love meeting important and why must you implement it into your life? If you are in a relationship and that relationship is not new, AKA you've been in it for a year, two years, three years, five years, 10, 20 plus years, then you will know exactly what it's like at the beginning compared to now. At the beginning of a relationship, everything is sunshine and rainbows. You don't see many flaws in your partner and it's fun and exciting. You wanna spend every single minute together and when you are together, you're enjoying each other's company. You want to learn about each other. What's your favorite color? What do you, sort of music do you like? What movies do you like? And you're spending that entire time engrossed in that person. You're not worried about anything else. You're not worried about work or business or the stress that comes with it. You are in a state of infatuation, which is very different to a state of love. Now at the beginning of a relationship, there are four things that happen which begin to disappear. And these four things are the main driver of why divorces and separations happen in a relationship. The first one is appreciation. At the beginning of a relationship, you appreciate every single moment you have with that person. You're appreciative of the time you get, the interactions, every single moment you have appreciation for. The second thing is understanding. You understand that person, you're getting to know them and you feel like you're understanding them at a deeper level the more time that you spend together. That understanding is something you want to build upon. You want to know more about them. You want to become a part of their life and understand what makes them tick. And the third thing is respect. You respect this person. You think they're amazing. You respect their time. You respect their energy. I remember when I first started dating my wife, I'd go and pick her up at 3 a.m. when she went out with her friends because I had so much respect for her that I was willing to go out of my way. And the fourth thing is love. You give love and it's unconditional. You might want to remember this. Love is the absence of judgment. And at the beginning of a relationship, there aren't too many things that you judge about your partner. But you might have noticed that as time starts to shift, we lose these four things. We stop making our partner feel loved, appreciated, understood, or respected. And this is what causes triggers, arguments, and problems in a relationship. This is what causes a lack of intimacy, connection, and sex. Because our partner is not feeling loved, appreciated, understood, or respected, so then they don't want to give back to us because their love bank is empty. 
There's actually a video I recorded on how to make your partner feel these things and I'll link it down below in the description. So this is exactly why you must do this. If your partner is not feeling loved, appreciated, understood or respected, and that builds up over time, then they're going to start to create stories in their head. Maybe there's a better man out there for me. They're going to start to see traits in other men that perhaps you don't currently have. It is paramount that you start making your partner feel these things. Now it's really important to note, you can't make your partner feel anything, but you can give appreciation, love, respect, and understanding. And that's exactly what the love meeting is intended to do. Now that we understand why this is important, the next step is how do we actually do this thing? So I've broken it down into five easy to follow steps that you can implement right away. The first step is actually setting a date and time to do this. It is currently in my calendar every single weekend for my wife Rosie and I to do this. You can see here, weekly love meeting, 7.30 in the morning to 8.30 in the morning, every single Sunday. Now we don't do this every single Sunday, however it's scheduled in, and if we need to move it or renegotiate the time or the day, that is something we do. Something to note here is that so many men are busy, especially the type of men we work with, they run a business, they're entrepreneurs, they're managers, you're chasing success so that you can provide for your family. But what if you dedicated a fraction of that time that you do to work and to meetings and to making money and to providing into your relationship? What would your relationship look like if you actually gave it the time and the space and the energy that it deserved? So many people say they don't have time. You get to make time for your partner and make time to improve your relationship. So the first step here is choosing a day and time that you're going to implement this system. The second step is to follow the framework and you're going to ask your partner these questions. Now it's really important that before you actually have this meeting, you pre-frame the meeting. You give it some context so your partner understands. That's as simple as just saying, do you mind if we have a catch up? Do you mind if we connect and spend some quality time together because I'd like to give you love appreciation, respect, and understanding. I know it's a weird thing to say to your partner, but it's also weird to be depressed and stressed in a relationship. So pre-frame the conversation by saying, do you mind if we have a chat? I want to give you these things. Once you're having the conversation, there are four questions or four types of questions that you're going to ask your partner. The first type of question is actually understanding, there's that word again, understanding where they're at in these four key areas. And that's by asking, are you feeling? So are you feeling loved? Are you feeling respected? Are you feeling appreciated? Are you feeling understood? Your partner's either gonna say yes, no, or I'm not sure. Any three of these, or any one of these, shall I say, is gonna give you more clarity as to where they're currently at in each of these areas. Once you've asked your partner if they're feeling these things, the next set of questions are the how questions. How can I make you feel more loved? How can I make you feel more appreciated? How can I make you feel more understood? And how can I make you feel more respected? Now, before you actually implement this, it's really important to note, and I said this earlier, that you can't make your partner feel anything. This is a really powerful paradigm and mindset shift. If your partner gets angry at you, you didn't make her feel angry, you behaved in a way that influenced her behavior. Now, please don't tell your partner this because they're gonna just tell you to fuck off or that that's not true because they have to actually understand it. 
But basically what I'm trying to say is all you can control is your behavior. You can't control other people's behaviors, thoughts, or feelings. You can only influence them. So how does this relate to the love meeting? It can be dangerous to say, how can I make you feel? Because that's presupposing, it's implying that you're the one making them feel those things. Where in reality, what you can actually do is you can give those things. Let me explain what I mean. Instead of asking, how can I make you feel more loved? We go to a different style of how questions. And my wife actually taught this to me during a love meeting. I said, how can I make you feel understood? And she said to me, don't make me feel understood. Show me you understand. Bing, light bulb went off in my head. So you can apply this into your relationship as well. How can I show you that I love you? How can I show you that I understand? How can I show you that I respect you? How can I show you that I appreciate you? Ask your partner these questions and understand that if you've never done this before, they might find it challenging to answer them. However, if you both give this the time and space it deserves, you're gonna get the answers that you desire. Powerful questions get powerful answers and the quality of your questions dictates the quality of your life. So if you can ask powerful questions in your relationship, by definition, you'll have a powerful relationship. The third step here is to take notes. I personally do this on a Google Doc that I have in front of me on my laptop. However, if Rosie and I are walking on the beach and having a love meeting, which is a lot more powerful, especially if you're triggered or have things that are upsetting, then you cannot write notes at the time. But it's really important that you have some sort of tracking system in place where you track what each of you said. And that's really important as well. Both of you are asking these questions. So as the man, I typically like to lead and I will ask my wife how I can show her I understand, I appreciate her, I love her, I respect her, and then she will ask me the same questions. Now, if your partner doesn't ask you, you can simply ask them, is it okay if I share with you how you can show me love, appreciation, respect, and understanding? For me, especially being a high performance man and working hard for my family, I don't expect a lot. I don't complain. My job is to make money and provide, but I would like for my wife to sometimes say, honey, I appreciate all the hard work you're doing instead of honey, you left the coffee cup on the table. So going back to taking notes, have a system somewhere where you write down what the answers are and take notes of the entire conversation so you're both aware of what was said instead of holding it in your mind, which is very easy to forget things. The fourth step here is to hear your partner. Yes, the fourth step here is to hear your partner. And the way you do that is by making commitments. So if your wife or partner says, I would love your support around the house, or maybe just put the kids to sleep once a week. Whatever they share with you, you get to hear it, and then you get to make at least one commitment for the week ahead. So for example, the commitment could be, I completely hear you, I understand that you would like me to help out around the house more. So what I'm gonna commit to is I'm gonna finish work 30 minutes earlier, and I'm gonna help you with the dishes, or I'm gonna help you with the housework, or I'm gonna put our daughter to sleep. That's something that I've been trying to do more of. However, I'll be honest with you, this week I have completely failed at that respect. But basically the answer here is make a commitment with each other. And again, write that commitment down so it can be tracked the following week. The fifth and final step now is to revisit this love meeting. This is something that gets to become consistent, just like a morning routine, just like going to work each day, just like picking the kids up from school or any other thing that you do on a weekly basis. Schedule this in weekly at the same day and time and make it a habit. And this is where you revisit the notes from last week. 
you revisit the commitments from last week and you assess whether or not you followed through on what you both said you were going to do. And the reality is sometimes you won't, and that's okay. But this is where you get to assess why you didn't follow through on the commitment, what held you back and what the obstacles were so that you can grow together. Because that's what a relationship is about. It's about growing together. It's about being a better human being and, and enjoying this journey of life together. So revisit the love meeting each and every week and make sure it becomes consistent and something you give time, energy and space into. Let's just quickly recap everything because that was a lot of information. Step one, set a day and time in your calendar, schedule it in and pre-frame it with your partner that you're going to have this conversation. Make it fun and exciting, give it space, time and energy. Step two, follow the framework using the power questions. Are you feeling loved, appreciated, respected or understood? Once you have the answer, how can I show you appreciation, love, respect and understanding? Ask these power questions. Once you've done that, take notes the entire time of what is said. And then once you've done that, make a commitment, which again, you add to the notes of one thing you're both going to do in the week ahead. And then finally, revisit this love meeting every single week. Now, the next step is understanding that there are probably going to be some obstacles that prevent you from actually dedicating the time and space to have this really important meeting. So now we're going to walk you through what those obstacles are and how you can overcome them. To simplify this, I've broken it down into two major obstacles. And the first one is not having enough time. This is one of the biggest things we hear from our clients. We work with CEOs, business owners, some of Australia and the world's most successful men. And their excuse or their reason is I don't have time. You might want to write this down. In life, you either have reasons or you have results. And reasons are a reason or an excuse for why you don't have the result. So if you don't have the marriage or the business or life you want, then there are reasons preventing you from that. And one of the biggest reasons is I don't have enough time. Now this might be true for you. You might have children, you might have a business, you might have a lot going on in your life. And if you don't have time, the reframe or the solution here is simply to make the time. As I alluded to earlier, we make time for the children. We make time for the business. We make time for meetings at work, but we don't make time for our relationship, yet we wonder why it's not working well. If you don't service your car, if you don't fix something that's broken, then by definition, it's going to get worse. And you've got to dedicate the time and the energy to service those things, to fix them, to nurture them. It's the exact same for your relationship. So if there is an obstacle of not having enough time, make the time. Get a babysitter. Get a family member to help with the kids. Schedule that time in and make the time. The second obstacle that's going to prevent you from having this meeting is simply not being committed. Now that might be harsh and a slap in your face, but the reality is I'm not here to sugarcoat shit or to bullshit you or to be your best friend. I'm here to help you fix your fucking relationship because you deserve to be happy and so does your partner. In life, we don't commit to stuff. So if you don't have enough time, if there's things or reasons getting in the way, you get to simply ask yourself, how committed am I to my relationship? How committed am I to my wife or my partner? How committed am I to myself? How committed am I to my happiness? Because if you want to reignite the spark and the intimacy and connection, it's your responsibility to do that. Your partner has a role to play, but it comes down to you making a commitment to do this thing, to schedule it in and to do it every single week consistently so that you, your partner, your family and your life all upgrade. 
The second obstacle is a lack of commitment. And the solution here is to say, fuck it, I'm doing this, I'm committed. And now we're at the section called the action plan, which is very, very simple. It's a summary of what I said earlier. So if you want to reignite the spark, intimacy, sex, and connection in your relationship, which you will do through this, by the way, it's got nothing to do with sex, but when you are connected with each other, by understanding each other, by loving each other, by appreciating each other, by respecting each other, magic will begin to happen in your life. So the action step is simple. Once you've watched this video, smash that like button, give it a massive like, hit the subscribe down below because we release content like this every single week and make sure you hit that bell icon. But putting that aside, go and smash the like button, putting that aside, schedule this into your calendar. Schedule a day and time and pre-frame the conversation. Watch this video with your partner if you need to and have the conversation. Ask those power questions. How can I show you love, appreciation, respect and understanding? Are you feeling these things? Take notes, write those notes down, make one commitment a week with each other and revisit this every single week. And I promise you, if you do this for a month, that's your challenge. 28 days of doing this, magic is going to begin to happen. So I hope you got some value from this video. If you did, please, like I said earlier, smash that like button, hit subscribe. We release videos like this every single week. And there's gonna be a video up here you can watch on how to improve your communication and a video here you can watch on how to reignite the spark in your relationship by doing something called daily deposits and filling your partner's love bank. It's very similar to what we talked about here, but it's a little bit deeper. So go and watch those videos and I'll see you for the next one.